Welcome to the Randy Gravit Leadership Podcast, where we help you lead the hardest person you will ever lead, yourself. Here's your host, someone who believes leadership begins at home, Randy Gravit. How high can we go before the end of the year? Man, it's been so cool to hear from some of you that you've been making progress. You're still leveling up. We've been talking about that in the podcast the last couple of weeks, and we've given you a couple of things to think about. First of all, this idea of focus, the power of focus. When we are focused, it helps us take a step up like a landing on a staircase. We're trying to get to that place. It's not the end of the road. We're going to we're gonna talk about how we even take it to a next level next year. You know our course is coming, 21 days to your best year ever. Can't wait for that. Just a few weeks from now, it's going to be it's gonna be out. So that's going to be fantastic. But in the meantime, we can get to the landing. We can get to that next spot on the staircase, like a, a staircase that goes halfway up and then it turns and goes, It's gonna there's going to be a turn at the end of the year. But between now and then, we're still going up. And some of you, you've been sending me stuff. You're making progress. Focus has helped do that. Last week, we talked about urgency, how urgency helps us level up. Now, focus, if we lose focus, we have distraction, it levels us down. We actually can still lose progress with what's left in the year. If we are are not urgent, if we get complacent, we're distracted and complacent, we go down. If we're focused and we're urgent about the right things, we go up. Today, we got a third thing that we want to talk about leveling up before we wind down uh, 2020. It's been a challenging year. But really, the circumstances around us are probably not as challenging as the person that we see when we look in the mirror. The hardest person you'll lead is yourself. And I think what we talk about today is going to help you lead you at a higher level. So let's think about this. We have focus, we have urgency, but there's a third thing that you really need if you're going to go as high as you can between now and the end of the year. And that's this idea of community community. Now you're saying, what in the world do you mean by community? I'm going to actually define that for you in just a few minutes, but I want you to think about the people that you're climbing with. So several years ago, my family and I had an opportunity to go to China. We were on a trip in China and it was a lot of fun. And we had a couple of free days and we had two options. We could uh, go and, and see the great wall of China. And, uh, that was one of our, you know, tour guide said you could go do this or the person that was leading this trip or you have this other option to go to what that i didn't i never had heard of this but the jade dragon snow mountain jade dragon snow mountain great wall of china jade dragon snow mountain i'm thinking no brainer great wall of china the person who's leading the trip said i've been 12 times to china and honestly uh, if I had to choose, they had been to both places, said I had one trip and this is where I was going to go. I would go to Jade Dragon Snow Mountain. I'm like, this is crazy. What it? So we chose to trust the God and man, I'm glad we did. I'm sure the Great Wall of China would have been good. Maybe I'll get to see that someday, but I have been to the Jade Dragon Snow Mountain. Now, if you've not been there, Google it, look it up. It is unbelievable what we experienced when we got there. Now here, let me kind of set this up. So we end up in this little town uh, I think it Li Zhang was the name. I'm not even sure if that's right, but it, we're, we're at 8,000, uh, feet uh, above sea level at, in this, in this town. And I'd never heard of the town, but there are a lot of people there. And it's at the foot of this mountain. I say it's at the foot of the mountain. It's at the foot of the, of the place where you go up the mountain. Now, let's, let's say it that way, because here's what happened. We stay in this town. They said, you have to be here a couple of days to acclimate before you go up this mountain. Now, this mountain is not Everest or anything, but it, it is in the base of the Himalayas. And this mountain is really, uh, is really up there. In fact, we, 
we get on a bus uh, the morning we're going to go up the mountain. We get on a bus and we ride up to this parking lot and they dump us out. And I notice all these people are on the on the sidewalks as we go in. They're selling these canisters of oxygen. And I'm thinking, this is bizarre. And they were, I don't know how much they were, a couple bucks, whatever. And I'm thinking, we don't really probably need the oxygen. I'm not sure what's going on. I have my wife and my four daughters with me at the time. And we go into this place, buy some tickets. We get onto a chairlift. And this chairlift shoots us up this mountain, and we end up at a little over 15,000 feet. Now, that's pretty high. You know, we got we got some 14s here in America, and there, there's some places in America that are higher than that. Uh, you get out to Rainier and some of those places, but I've not done a lot of mountain climbing. And I can tell you the reason they were selling the oxygen in the parking lot is there's no air up there. I mean, it's rare uh, when rare air when you get up that high. I mean, it's just you can't breathe. And, and yet, when I got up there, the view from that mountain peak was just incredible. It's so beautiful. Now, here's the thing. As we think about leveling up our leadership, I got bad news for you. There is no chairlift. I mean, you really, there's not going to be some chairlift that's going to pick you up and take you to the level where you want to go this year. It's just not going to happen. We're going to try to help you with our course next year to kind of get you started. But you're still going to have to, to, to climb if you're going to go to where you want to go. And and that's the way it is really as we think about leveling up here before the end of the year. There's some things you got to do. There's no magical, you know, carpet ride that's going to take you up to where you want to go. You have got to lock in and 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 do some things or build some things into your life. And we talked about focus, we talked about urgency. Today, I want us to talk about community cuz it it won't chairlift you up there, but it actually will get you one more rung up the staircase toward the landing of where you want to go. So let's think about this idea of community. Now, before we do, I want to I want to um, point out something that maybe you have not really thought as much about, or maybe you have thought about it. Maybe you've maybe it's happening in your life unintentionally, or maybe intentionally. If it's happening at all, maybe it's not happening. Maybe you have you're surrounded with friends and you're surrounded with family and. And you've got a team around you that you're having community with. That's fantastic if so. But chances are this year, you're finding yourself alone more than you ever have. And and that's what I want to talk to you about. It's this idea of isolation. Great leaders never live in isolation. Great leaders do spend time alone, but great leaders really don't spend time isolated from the community of people that they lead. And there's a difference in, in being alone strategically and being isolated emotionally uh, from people around you. So let's think about this idea of isolation for a second. Why do we isolate ourselves if we are indeed in, in a sense, in a place right now where we're isolated from the community around us? I, I think there's a couple things that are, that are true and we need to be aware of these things. The first one, I would say the biggest reason that we isolate ourselves is because of arrogance it's pride, it's arrogance, it's we don't think we need help, we don't think we need someone to help us get to where we want to go, to, to level up. I'll just level up on my own. I'm a leader, I'll do it, I'll conquer it. And there's some of you out there, listen, you're a top A person, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna kick butt, take names, you're going to the top, and you don't care who you step on to get there. And if you're not careful, you can find yourself at the top of the mountain and look around and you're there by yourself. And, and I'm not sure... That that really is the way. In fact, I would argue that we're not designed to climb alone. Uh, a second reason, and not just arrogance, but I think sometimes one of the reasons we isolate ourselves is we have a fear 
of being known. We have a fear of being vulnerable. We're afraid that the people around us will really see that we're not as perfect as we appear to be or as perfect we as we portray ourselves to be. And I don't know about you, but man, I, so many times I am a mess and I, it's like, I don't, they don't really need to know that. And so I just would encourage you to, if you've isolated yourself because you're afraid of being known, chances are the people around you, they already know what's going on with you. And if you're living in isolation, it's just a strike against not just your, your leadership skills, but it's a, it's a strike against your character. It's really hard to follow someone who lives and leads in isolation. Uh, another one is, I, I'll, I'll use a Bible word here. I don't know if you read the Bible or not, but there's a word in the Bible. You know this word, whether you read the Bible or not. It's the word sin. And, and sometimes we isolate ourselves because we know that we've done something. You know, the Bible talks about sin. It's like it's missing the mark. We're not living the way we should. And sometimes for us, whether we're a Bible reader or not, we, we know there's things that we say we believe this, and then we go do that. And we, 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 all of a sudden we feel ashamed, we feel embarrassed, and we just begin to isolate ourselves because we're hiding something. There's, maybe there's an addiction or there's a habit in our life. I'm not a psychologist, but I can tell you that if we've got some issues that we haven't dealt with, it's very easy to want to be in hiding. If you remember a few weeks ago on the podcast, I, I, I mentioned the first uh, time the question, where are you, was asked. It was the question God asked to Adam and Eve. What had they done? They had eaten the forbidden fruit. And so they're in hiding. God had not lost them. And there was no, you know, hide and go seek game going on. And God's like, I can't find my kids. You know, I, I told you a few weeks ago, we lose our kids sometimes, but God had not lost his kids. But here's what, here's what was going on. God needed for them to admit where they were. And sometimes when we won't admit to ourselves. We just go off in hiding and we isolate ourselves. So that that can be another reason that we find ourselves in isolation. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's important for us to realize the power of community. If we find ourselves in isolation, it is going to cause us to go down or wrong on the, the steps of our leadership. We're going to we're going to slip if we if we isolate ourselves. On the other hand, if we have community going on, we actually can level up. We Just like focus and just like urgency, the people around us can help us climb higher. Uh, there's not a chairlift, but there are some people around us to help lift us to where we want to go. Now, when I say community, I, I said a moment ago, I want to define that for you because we have a definition that we use. One of the things we get to do is we get to train in high-performance organizations and we talk to them about leadership and alignment and, and, and execution, all those kind of things. But when we get into the, the piece on uh, engagement, one of the things we talk about is this idea of you can, you can actually build community in an organization. You can build it in a family. You can build it on a team. You can build it in a neighborhood, build it in a school. You can build community. And yet, I don't want to tell you to build community without defining what I mean by that. So when we say build community or we talk about community, Community is a place where you know and are known. In other words, you know the stories of the people that you're doing life with, and they know your story. You don't get to just know their story. They, you actually open up. You are vulnerable. You do admit your weakness at times. You do share with them what you're learning, all those kind of things. People, when they begin to know each other, all of a sudden engagement goes up in an organization endearment goes up in a family community is powerful when we just allow people to know us and we take time to value them enough to know them so the first part of our definition 
community is a place where we know and are known. And when the people around you know you and they know you're trying to level up, they're going to help you. And they know you're struggling or you know you're slipping. They're going to they're going to hold you. And so let's let's get that piece in our mind. The second thing is a community is a place where we serve and are served. It, it's it's a place where we we show up thinking, how can I meet the needs of the people around me? If I'm living in isolation, I don't have people around me that I can help. That's really a waste of my leadership. And so if you've got yourself isolated and you really don't have people around you that you can help, that's not good. But let me remind you that it's not just you serving. It's actually you allowing others to serve you. It's important for you not to, to just be serving all the time. You And, and some of you, it's a stretch for you to to think, oh, I want to serve people. That's my first thing I want to do. I mean, for some of us, that's really hard. But for some of you, that's actually easy. You you show up every day like, how can I serve the people around me? And that's fantastic. But for you, that might be a, a challenge for you to let people serve you. You're like, you want to serve people. That's what I do. But, oh, I can't dare let somebody serve me. And as a leader, sometimes we, if we, if we get our motives wrong, we can actually uh, we, we can we can actually want people to serve us. That's that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being available to people and allowing them to meet needs in your life and to help you and to serve alongside you as well. So to know and uh, to know and be known, uh, to serve and be served. And then as we go into the holidays, Thanksgiving, you know, coming up here pretty shortly, uh, I want to encourage you to love and be loved to love and be loved. You said, what do you mean by that? I mean, that sounds kind of, you know, uh, soft when you start thinking about love. You know, honestly, love may be the strongest word that we could possibly use. There is nothing like love. It means that we really do care about somebody and and we're patient with them and we're kind with them and we, we add value to them. There's so many things about love that make it so powerful. Love is what makes us cry when we watch a movie, when we see a story, we hear something. like. I mean, it, it can be very moving and yet we can't just love. We got to let people love us as well. And if we're in isolation, it, it's really hard for us to, to love people the way we should, to let people love us. And so I want to encourage you to, to know people, to let them know you, to serve people, let them serve you, to love people and let them love you. But the last piece of our definition is one that I don't want you to miss. It, it's that we celebrate and grieve together. We celebrate and grieve together. I uh, years ago was in a a goodwill, I think I was in the, I was, when I'm in a goodwill, if you ever go to a goodwill, you probably have your little favorite section. Mine is the book section because they have the, the, uh, the cheap $2 hardbacks back there. I think that's kind of cool. So I always end up back there in the used hardbacks and I'm flipping through one one day and I saw this autobiography. I was looking through the biographies and I, I saw this, uh, this, uh, autobiography of, uh, Rudy Giuliani at the time he had been the, the, uh, the mayor of New York. And, and, uh, I just, I didn't read the book, but I'm flipping through the the thing, and I, as I'm as I'm going through, I noticed the the heading of one of the chapters. Here's what it said: It said, uh, "Weddings are optional, funerals are mandatory." Weddings are optional, funerals are mandatory. Now, what was he saying? Th- this guy at that time had gone to all those funerals around 9/11, and he had seen a lot of grief. And his basic point was this: anybody can show up for people when things are really great. Some of you are going to be at the Thanksgiving table in just a few days with people that you love, and this is going to be a celebration. That's going to be fantastic. But when we really love somebody, we show up for them when things are not so good. And I think about who's going to be at the table in a couple of weeks, uh, you know, over these next few weeks with 
Thanksgiving and Christmas. But I also think of who's not going to be at the table. There are going to be some people missing that we will grieve over. And so if you've got some people around you who are going through a hard time right now, living in community is not just showing up when things are really rolling, but it's allowing uh, people the gift of knowing that you're there for them when things are not so good. And it's also allowing them to be in your business when things are not so good for you. So when we think about community today, I want to remind you that this is a powerful tool that you have, especially over the next few weeks with what's about to happen. You have a chance to love the people around you in such a great way these next few days. You have a, a chance to grieve with some people who are probably going to be grieving these next few days. If you will do that, if you will build into the people around you and you'll allow them to build into you, I am convinced they can actually take you up a step on your your pursuit of the next level of leadership. They can help you level up. The warning is, if you live in isolation, and isolation is a choice. People say all the time, it's lonely at the top. Loneliness is a choice. Loneliness comes when we isolate ourselves. The best leaders I know, they are surrounded by people, teams, friends, family, that are helping them get where they want to go. I know there's so many people in my life, I would not be where I am were it not for their presence in my life and their community. It is invaluable to me. It continually helps me to level up. And I'm confident if you'll tap into the people around you, they'll help you level up as well. So one of the things you can do to help maybe somebody else level up is share today's episode with them. And let's let's continue to build into the people around us so that we can not just lead ourselves, but we can help others lead themselves well as well. So you guys, uh, let's enjoy these holidays coming up, but it's really going to give us a chance to lean in to the community around us. What a gift it is to have people to help us go to the next level. Thanks for listening to the Randy Gravit Leadership Podcast. Please help us spread the word by sharing today's episode with your friends and coworkers. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel on Spotify or through iTunes. You'll find all the links on the media tab at randygravit.com. Now let's go apply what we've learned and lead ourselves well. Remember, leadership begins at home.